welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it, what, two episodes at a time, and then we get together <laughs> here every week to talk about it. Yes, and my dog cries in the background the whole time, uh, every week. So Just like that. <laughs> yep. Um, this week we watched episodes three and four of Hospital Playlist. Uh, I liked it. I think I loved it, yes. but I cried so much more than I kind of wanted to. Yeah, it's... St- well, the- yes. Y- mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can it's- we have more happy moments? That's the thing with uh, hospital dramas that we've never really experienced. I think the closest thing we've ever gotten to a hospital drama outside of Hospital Playlist or a medical drama, rather, was Descendants of the Sun, right? We don't really have any... Oh, and I guess W had just the absolute bare minimum of saying (laughs) someone's career is being a doctor, and then at Mm. one point they, like, perform some emergency medicine, (laughs) and then nothing else. It's just people telling them they're a terrible doctor for the rest of the show. (laughs) They gave us the least. Yes. So this is our most medically focused, and I think I should have assumed it would break my heart a little bit more than I originally assumed it would. Um, I don't know why I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. Because even, like, medical comedies, uh, Western medical comedies like Scrubs, that show has, like, one episode per season that makes me ugly cry. And this show... Though it has lots of whimsical humor and cute, sweet moments, and we get to see these friends being friends, and that's like the whole show, and I'm so obsessed with it. It also has those hard-hitting, this is a hospital and people are dying, what's up, cry but your eyes like out. it's like, what's an episode? Like, yeah. I love a good medical drama. I love Dr. Romantic. I love, you know, House. Mm -hmm. I'm all, let me get more on the list later. Let's come back to this list (laughs) when my brain's a little more high-functioning. Anywho, I love a good medical drama. But like you said, I feel like oftentimes they're more, uh, they're more like hero movies, superhero movies, where, like, the doctors win despite all odds and bring the patients back especially house like from what i remember it's always like in the nick of time they find this insane little thing that was causing the the illness and then they cure it and they're able to have like a happily ever after like nine times out of ten and this show is like mm, maybe you get one tiny bit of happiness Like, we get the freaking dad who just finished his surgery. I can't remember what kind of surgery. It seemed pretty minimal. And we get, like, a wink at that. A wink (laughs) at, like, no, he, this, uh, Lee Jun, he does have patients who are in great condition. They get to go home and see their families. They live happily ever after. Wink, we got you. Don't have some happiness with all of this drama that we're giving you. And then they're like, take it away. Yeah. You they're can't like, have anything. Connects with his patients. Like, look at how 
personable he is and how lovable he is as a doctor. He knows not only his patient's name, but his patient's son's name. What a guy. And you think, like, it's a character-building thing for him. And, like, uh-huh. that's what that whole moment is. No, it is setting you up for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> they want to ruin your life. And they And did. they do. <laughs> and they do and they did. And they do and they did. Does Lee <laughs> Jun have any patients that survive and have happy endings? Do we get to see any of that? No, only the know. sad ones where he says the most poignant, upsetting things that I've ever heard. <sighs> like, can we wait just ten minutes? His son will never have another children's day with his father again. Don't make me don't make me do this. I need I'm gonna turn off the show. I'm turning off the show. <laughs> the show's over. You've hurt me too many times. Just kidding. What's up next episode? Let's go. What's up ten minutes later when they do something else? Yep. Like, we thought the most upsetting part of Leek June this episode, Leek June's storyline this episode, would be his divorce and being like, you're cheating on me, aren't you? And his wife being like, no, that's not what this is about. I just feel like we've grown apart. And then the mom's new boyfriend almost kills his child and him having to be like, I don't, what do I do with this information? Do I do a murder? I can do that as a doctor. Like, maybe I kill him. Maybe I kill her. Maybe I, I mean, it's just insane because it almost feels real. Like, because it, it's drama, right? It's absolute mm-hmm. drama. But those small ways in which it's like, it's not that he finds out that she's cheating on him in a normal way, where <laughs> I quote unquote normal, wherein caught in the act by I don't know, but let's flash back to the storyline with Sunghua and June Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole thing, you know, she finds out because her friend literally witnessed it. No, 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 no. Ik June has to find out. Because his son has a terrible allergic reaction to whatever garbage the boy new boyfriend handed to him. And then his wife doesn't have enough respect for him to actually tell the truth. It's buck wild. And it feels kind of real, right? Like, that's how you kind of would find out in real life. Is because... Kind of, but also, like, what kind of person is like, hey, I want a divorce. And then when the partner's like... Is it because you're, you've, like, found someone new? Have you been cheating on me? And you're like, no, that's not it. And then you take the kid out the next day with your new boyfriend? Like, children talk about everything. Yeah. That, Did and you also, not think your child would be like, mom's got a boyfriend? Yeah, I don't think that this woman has a super... Th- this is, like, the saddest sentence to say, but I feel like they're kind of building this up. And not even in a she's an ultimate villain kind of way, but just in, like, a really weird, like, she clearly wasn't ready to be a mom kind of way. I don't think she has that much, like, esteem or understanding of her own child's mm. life and capabilities. Maybe she That's just fair. assumes that he's still, like, a little baby that doesn't know how to talk because she doesn't seem like she's around a bunch. That's fair. I feel like that makes more sense than what she did, which is being like, I'm gonna tell 
the truth to the child. <laughs> we'll tell you. You can hear it from him. Your preferred just method assume of hearing. He's going to keep this a secret? Like, no. <laughs> what? He's the, uh, Yeah, he's clearly going to tell his dad the second he gets home. Like, I went to lunch with mom and her, and this freaking guy. At which point, you may as well just tell the truth. No, she wanted his the person closest to him to break the news, which is his two-year-old, three-year-old son. Three-year-old? Is, oh, I was going to guess like five. Four, five. I have no way to gauge the age of children. I am her in this situation. I have no clue <laughs> how old this kid is or what his capabilities are. I'm going to guess five or six, but I genuinely don't know. I'll let you know in five or six years what my new assessment is after <laughs> my child has this. reached the proper age. And yeah, I can judge their heights next to each other. <laughs> My kid versus Uju. Who's taller? Probably um, Uju, right? <laughs> he seems like a tall kid. Yeah, and she's kind of, she's a little baby. Maybe she'll have a big old growth spurt. I don't want to talk about it, though. It makes me too sad. <laughs> she's tiny for now, and she'll be tiny forever. And that's all that we need to worry about. <laughs> she's my baby, and she'll be a baby forever. And if I ever want to keep a secret, I can just tell her, because she's baby. She'll never learn how to talk. Never. Ugh. <laughs> like, Lee Jun has enough going on, but then suddenly his sister's in the hospital, which I sometimes am so thrown off by the way that they reveal different developing stories, where I think they could have done so much more of an impact with... Um, I think it was Kim Joon-won who took care of her and he like had that look of recognition for her of being like, oh no, this is one of my best friend's sister. Like, what? And you don't know what that is. You don't know what that look is until much later when she's totally fine. And he's like, I'm gonna go see my sister. She uh, broke a rib, but she's totally fine. But like when she's groaning in pain and you're like, is she gonna die? What happened? She was in an accident. This is so scary. And then Kim Jun-won gets a look in his eye of like, I know this person. And you get that buildup, but then it just fizzles out. Um, I didn't catch it the first time I watched these episodes. They do the slowest review because they do a hint before that as well. They roll out just the slowest reveal of, like, where that entire character introduction and everything is going. Because he takes a picture of a scar. He says something along the lines... Uh, sorry, he being... Say say the names, Raquel. There's a lot of names <laughs> in this show. He being Ikjun takes a picture and shows it to Junwon. Of a scar and said something along the lines of, it's similar to one my sister has, but I I don't remember it all, but it's real low-key. And then Junwon just assumes that he's talking about his family dog that would be a million years old by that point. And he's just like, whatever. (gasps) And then doesn't acknowledge it at all because he's like, weird, that's an old dog. (laughs) And then... They move on so quickly. All of the scenes feel almost unfinished in this show because they move on oh from moments just rapid fire. You don't yeah. have time to process. 
And then later he sees that scar. And then he, when he sees the scar, he's like, wait. And he checks the jacket and sees her name. So we were supposed to get that. Gosh, dang it. Okay. I wouldn't have gotten it. If it was my first time around, I would not have gotten it, though, because I didn't the first time. I was also like, I don't know what we're seeing right now. And then this time around, knowing, me knowing that that was his sister, I was like, oh. Oh, they did do a real slow reveal of this. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I was thinking that they they do a slow reveal with, like, every other storyline, which they also do. Like, you cannot watch half of one of these episodes you gotta watch start to finish or you will not sleep at night with all of the unfinished or half finished storylines that they can bake in to the first 45 minutes it is insanity yeah fully i don't like it yeah because they're so long too so you've got to sit down for a movie and you can't just watch half of it and then be like i'll come back to this absolutely not you will not. It Absolutely. will a decade in hospital playlist years will have passed. <laughs> oh, um, can I tell you one storyline that they have not resolved and may never resolve? That's driving me crazy. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm ready. Let's roast it. <laughs> it's Kim Junwan, the doctor with glasses. Mm-hmm. He had a patient who the daughter just got married, yes. and he went to the wedding and was in, like, the background of all the pictures, but the daughter was like, he just came for, like, the meal and then left, like, what a D-bag to just show up at my wedding for the free food when he wouldn't let my dad get his surgery on a different day. Like, I get why she's not happy with him. But I'm also like, there has to be more, right? They're not just going to leave us hanging with, like, well, Kim Jong-un sometimes just wants free food, and (laughs) that's his character. That's why he put on that suit and went to that wedding. That can't be it, right? I, yeah, I I can't honestly remember, so I can't assure you one way or another, um, because it's been a hundred hospital playlist years since I watched these episodes and I think I've only watched one more outside of wait I might have wrapped it up at four I can't remember I can't remember anything honestly Um, (laughs) uh, but I can't say definitively that they ever do wrap it up Uh, but yes it is very unsatisfying I guess I like that it holds really true to his character that he's not just like oh sorry you're right I was rude because that's not him. But also, yeah. I would love to see, I guess, more of that understanding maybe on the other side. Because I'm kind of team Jun Wan. Or, yeah, Jun Wan. Because if the doctor says you shouldn't wait to have an operation, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't wait to have an operation. Me personally, I'd rather have my dad healthier sooner and reschedule the wedding or do whatever I need to do then instead of be like, Dad, attend my wedding sick and gamble with your life. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's not coming. You can't reschedule a wedding. I know that. But your dad's <laughs> not going to be there, and that sucks a lot. 
but it's not the doctor's fault. But also, Kim Joon-won, I get being like, but also his delivery is just not very compassionate. Yeah. He's like, well, your dad will die. If he comes to your wedding, he will die. So, so if you want that, if that's is that what you want, want, do you want to be the villain? Because you're pretty much the villain right now. Because you're being a bad person by even asking if he can come to your <laughs> wedding. And she's like, whoa, I just wanted to know if there was any chance that he could survive. Like, if there's not, of course he should get the surgery. Yeah. Don't make me the bad guy. And then, <laughs> Yeah, and then the whole climax of that storyline is just like unresolved they're like and he sneaks off to the wedding but you don't know what he's doing there okay we'll circle back to this episode seven hold on to this forever no one wants him here let's talk about it later (laughs) let's talk about it later because he's got a baby to operate on which is an equally interesting storyline so many tears shed over that tiny little baby getting heart surgery and the poor little mom who's like nobody respects me around here and friggin yeah i love that the writers have done such an incredible job being like yeah kim Wan's kind of cold and that sucks sometimes but it's great at other times when everyone's smack talking this young couple being like they don't even care about their baby and he's like do you care about your job because i think we should keep working right now and stop gossiping yeah yeah that's that's such a good energy to have in the workplace. Get him, Junwan. Get him, Junwan. Do not smack talk anybody. Like, at any workplace, though, retail workers, you get half a pass, okay? Because obviously, that's rough. But Pretty in much. the hospital especially, like, uh, you just don't know what people are feeling. It is so cruel to be like, this young parent doesn't even care about her child. Like, you don't know that. oh yeah um i love the entire rollout of all of their personalities and how they decided to have another doctor commentate each of their uh what they don't have um it was i will say ikjun's was a little bit confusing yeah Um, because i was like what doesn't he have and they're like what was it um, something along the lines of awareness of... Yeah, it was, like, restraint? Yeah, sort of. But also, it was illustrated during a time when he was diffusing a situation between an intern and a senior doctor. Yeah. Well, like, he did a really good job. It was something about, yeah, not having... It's not humility, but it was something Ooh. along the lines of humility, where yeah. he he's just so good at everything that... <sighs> He doesn't really possess shortcomings, and it, or I guess, yeah, I can't remember exactly. That's, so his that's cool. His his confused me. I get uh, that, but um, wait, can you explain why why the intern was upset? Oh, because I think the doc senior doctor had said something shady and snide about the food that was supplied, and that was like the intern's job. That day, I don't know, that day. Oh. Now I'm just speculating. On that particular Saturday, he... <laughs> so I was like, he didn't make the food. I, I get being like, oh, that's like really unprofessional. Or just like, I don't know, sad and pathetic to 
be like, this food is disgusting. Sorry, your free food is below your standards, sir. But I feel like, yeah, they played it out as the intern being like, I made it, though. And I was like, I don't think he did. I don't think that's true. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like, maybe... I don't know. Maybe they did make it. Maybe they did make it. Maybe they were in that kitchen. I think what you said makes sense. That, like, he picked it. That he's like, oh, this is my restaurant. I'm going to impress everyone. And then the chief was like, ooh, I don't like this restaurant. My guess? That's my best guess? (laughs) I was really confused. It was another one of those hand-holding scenes. Yeah. And this show will not hold our hands for any. There is... We might have to watch every episode twice, because yep. that is the only reason I'm picking up on all of this information, <laughs> watching every episode twice. Just hold my hand. Um, they held my hand through Yang Suk Hyung's storyline. Dr. Yes. Young. They were like, <sighs> you, they were like, in your podcast, <laughs> you talked about how you don't really, he, we love that he loves his mom, but we don't really get the story. Well, welcome to episode four. Here's the story. Here's the story. You want hand-holding? We will walk you right through this. We will oh hold your God. hand as if you are uh, Sia Kyung <laughs> and we are his mother. Wait. We will, we, are- we will hold your hand as if you are Suk Kyung's dad's mistress. And we are his father. (laughs) (laughs) So much hand-holding. Yeah. Um, It's also interesting just the, I guess, 180 he does with his relationship with his mom. Um, All it takes is one breakdown to be like, oh, you're not so scary after all. I think I finally understand that you're a person now that I've seen you at your weakest. Here we go. Oh my, can I also say, maybe it is that the clothing makes the man, but also seeing like him really shine in his like compassion and his strength in like that 15 minute block where it was really focused on him. He looked fine. Like, he was so stunningly handsome throughout those scenes. And I was like, what is happening to me? (laughs) What am I feeling? What am I feeling? I hadn't been really attracted to him up until that point. But they were like, slap him in a turtleneck and a wool coat and watch him watch his mother at her lowest. And the compassion in his eyes, the like tears that start to form you will never feel attraction like that i do love first of all i love a turtleneck i do i love Always. a turtleneck oh my gosh i love a tur- i love a turtleneck for me i love a turtleneck for you <laughs> i love a turtleneck for him and them and them and them and them um i'm stupid for him yeah love him so much uh also love to see a man cry am i <laughs> I just want to see, I, like, feel your feelings. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's not that I want to see people cry. It's that if you feel a certain way and you're willing to, like, and you cry, I think that that's maybe a really cool thing. And I have, it's, it happened um, 
shit hot damn it happened real hard when uh, Hyun Bin's character cried in Crash Landing on You, and I've never <laughs> been the same. I've I've never been the same. Um, ever. I have a problem. Um, <laughs> I I don't think you're alone in that. I think there are many people out there, yeah, who have been <laughs> affected by this. You can make a Facebook group. Yeah. Um, Hyunbin crying Facebook group. <laughs> Hyunbin crying changed my affected. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, going back to this, this man, our good man, Sia Kyung, he cries in a turtleneck. Done. There. Feeling his feelings. We love it. A man who loves his mother. We love it. A man who wears a beautiful coat. That's every K-drama. We love it. We love it. And you, like, you're already broken, completely a mess, in tears after the patient who gives birth to the baby who's not going to survive. Like, we were all there, freaking snot running down our faces, so beautifully sad. And then Dr. Young goes up to her and he's like, you did good. You've done everything you can for this baby. You're a great person and a great mom. And you're just like, I can't with you. Like, I don't know what to do with all the emotions I have towards this man. It's uncontrollable. I want him in my life. I want I him to be one of my best friends in my does circle he of come people. Over? Do you want to come over? Just like, just to hang out. <laughs> You're invited. Give us a call anytime. Can, we can talk about your feelings, our feelings. I'm just so grateful that his friends joined the stupid band. I'm like, how could you guys say no to anything he requested? Right after that episode, I don't understand how everyone doesn't kind of worship him a little bit and who a he is. A little bit. Right? I, I feel like we get a little bit of it from... Jungwon, um, mm-hmm. wherein he has in the past, you know, kind of mentioned that dude's my best friend and mm-hmm. talked him up a couple times and ha- like clearly has a lot of respect for him. Yeah, and like Ikjun talks to his mom at some point and she's like, we've all, we've all got a good relationship here. Like, that's very cute. Like, they all clearly love him. Which yeah. is adorable. But how can they deny him anything? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, that's a very healthy adult relationship, and it's probably what most people would prefer, is to be like, I don't want you to, like, pity me. I don't want you to walk on eggshells and just say yes to everything that I want because I went through a hard time. Like, that sucks. No, it's the way but... he talks to people. And the way he's a great doctor and the way he looks when he cries that he gets what he wants. <laughs> That's how he gets what he wants. But <laughs> no, no pity he, involved. He deserves the world. Yeah. Oh, that was a rough one. There's too many babies in danger in this show. Yeah, they need to stop maybe focusing on babies in danger. I know that Jungwon does a lot of primary or uh, pediatric care. And I kind of need him to get out of that field. Like, he doesn't have to become a priest, (laughs) but if he wanted to go ahead and maybe, like, 
He's great at working with kids, but if he wanted to maybe move out of that role so he didn't have to see so many children in peril, I would be personally grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I f- <laughs> admittedly, when you said Jungwon, I thought you meant Junwon. Oh my gosh, because they have name. the same name. Yes, they said give these characters the same name and ruin Emily and Raquel's lives specifically. They gave all of them different last names, which I appreciate. Yeah, maybe we should just go by their last names, which I didn't. I did write down names. I only wrote down the ones that all sound the same. So, <laughs> um, Doctor An works with in pediatrics, and that's on Jungwon. On Jungwon, I have him labeled as Jungwon Daddy Longlegs in my notes. We can just call him Daddy Longlegs. I think that's, that's fine. Let's call him Daddy Longlegs. Uh, I have Junwon labeled as Cranky Surgeon. Ooh, Maybe I just call him do... Glasses, which Yeah, feels... I was just going to say Glasses Surgeon feels... Or just glass. I like Glasses. It's concise. I'm going to cross out <laughs> Cranky Surgeon. <laughs> Give me one minute. It's no longer Cranky Surgeon. It is just Glasses around here. Glasses. Sunghua is Perfect Lady Doc. Um... Mm-hmm. She does. She gets classified as Lady Doc because that is a specific thing about her that is not about any of the other doctors, right? That's She's true. A but I also am totally fine with learning Sunghua. Yeah, Sunghua actually is a really pretty name. So let's learn Sunghua. Like, I don't mean this in, in a disrespect to any of the other doctors, but like, Sunghua is next level. For, like, mm-hmm, everybody, mm-hmm. anywhere. She they pretty much acknowledged that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, like, th- something else about her, because they were, like, Ik Jun is good at everything, but they were, like, she is flawless. She it, is And flawless. there's a difference. It, there's and she a difference. keeps getting better, like, <laughs> in a way that makes me almost mad, because it, like, hits my insecurities, but they're, like, no, last episode we talked about how great she is at her career. And how, like, she goes to all these conferences, she's constantly reading papers, she's, like, always improving, and yet somehow always goes above and beyond for her patients. And then they're like, oh, did you think she didn't have hobbies? No, she goes camping every weekend. And she invites her coworkers because she's very sociable. Yeah, like, she's likable, she's sociable. I think they tried to make her seem a little bit overbearing with the whole Mm -hmm. storyline with Chisu. The, her, like, resident that hangs out with her a lot. Yeah, I just called him Captain. Captain Chisu. I Chisu. keep saying a name that may, I didn't write down, so... Uh, it's Chi Hong. Okay. Shit. He's also Dr. An, which was confusing. Yeah, but... so we can't call him Dr. An. Um, Ca- uh, Chi Hong. Captain is pretty good. Captain Chi Hong is great. I, I don't know if he was a Chisu captain from... in the army, but they said he was in the army, so I was like, mm. He gets a cap. title. Give him a cap. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it. they. I also ship it. I kind of want that to be a thing. I think she's uncomfy, which I get. She is, I think, his boss in I some capacity. I think it's uncomfy when he shows up for the camping trip and, and then like, says, hey, I, I like you the shoes. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, we're about to spend, like, a weekend in the middle of the woods together and you like me? I should go, I think. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm pack gonna pa- up. This tent isn't gonna be here if you want to find another place to be. 
Like, um, not the place. I get it. That's a very romantic place to drop a confession. But also, man, you really corner someone by yeah. just getting to the campground and then right. being like, we happen to be alone. You should never ask anyone out or imply you like a person if they are in any position where they cannot run away from the situation (laughs) easily, right? Like, they should be able to literally, at any point in time, turn and sprint in any direction (laughs) and be able to safely arrive at another destination. And you don't necessarily get that with camping. You can sprint to another destination. It's raining. Where are you going to go? Right? He's going to be right behind you. Yes. And not in a predator way, because he likes you. He's just trying to protect you so you don't just run into the woods. Yeah. But But that was the only (laughs) place to run, so. similarly, such a bad place. Yeah. Similarly, like, don't maybe ask people out while they're, like, working and stuff. Yeah, Um, so I get it. I get why he's like, I never see you outside of work. Like, freaking Mm -hmm. this is it, man. This is it. (laughs) Just tell me to leave if you don't like it. Which... I think Sung-ha is the type of person who could be like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not interested. And not I think the they could page. both get past it. Yeah. But there, I ship it. <laughs> there is so many low-key romances that they've hinted at, but they also kind of hint at her liking one of the friends a little bit or having liked them in the past, but you don't know who it is. And they hint at, uh, I don't even think it's a hint. I think it's probably pretty straightforward. I feel like um, Seok Hyung, who I have labeled as, loves his mom. (laughs) Mama's boy. Mama's boy. Uh, Mama's boy does like her, I believe it says, Mm -hmm. right? And so, or did, and kind of does still. And so it's hard to ship anyone, because... I, d- I don't know what endgame is, and I'm afraid of getting hurt. I'm afraid of it being taken away from me. Yeah. There's a season two, yeah. so I feel like we're going to do okay. But if you look at her options for who she likes that is not Mama's Boy, but one of the other fab, the three out of the remaining three of the fab five, uh... Uh, glasses likes the sister. The maybe? sister, yeah. I ship it, it so like, hard. Yeah, I ship that too. Um, and then Daddy Longlegs. I feel like we're kind of setting up for a romance with the resident who is asking everyone about him, which I kind of got. Like I liked. What's her? It's Jung. Yeah, Doctor Jung. Jung. I want to say. I like her. I'm not sold on a relationship for him yet, because I'm totally comfortable with them being like, he's just not interested in dating. He's a a confirmed bachelor, and that's kind of his jam. It's what he does. That's cool for him. Yeah, he's too busy. He can't support, like, another person in his life. He is too busy spending every cent he has making sure everyone that his friends ever tried to provide (laughs) medical care for are able to afford their medical care. They better bring back that storyline and finish it up with the Indonesian patient 
I have yes. not forgotten. <laughs> Bring it back. We we don't know this show well enough to know if they're like a loose ends are allowed to happen kind of show. So far, they haven't left loose ends, but so far they've presented a lot of potentials. Uh-huh. So. so I believe in them. I think they'll bring it back. But yeah, they haven't. They hadn't concluded anything at the end of episode four. Either way, you were saying oh, he's oh. maybe shipped off with the resident. What? Yeah, the worm doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she the worm doctor? Wait. Because she pulled maggots out of someone's wound. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, And so that pretty much just leaves uh, Darth Father. So mm-hmm. from there, I, I mean, I would sh- probably ship that too, honestly. I'm open to it. And But I guess sure. I'm just curious what kind of show this is. Is this the kind where main characters end up together? Or is this the kind of show where main characters all end up with secondary characters which is fine because obviously i'm fine with the current ship of uh the cap and sunghua but also i don't know i there's so many they've presented so many things so it's hard for me to have a ship it's hard for me to say yes Mm -hmm. i love this because it could disappear at any time i don't know what's real i don't know what's long-lasting I need someone to tell me. I need someone to point at something and say, this is the main romance. This one's yeah. going to make it. Because I'm afraid but of also, getting hurt. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally on board with that. But I also very, very much enjoy that part of these five very different characters that are all main characters has been the difference in their romantic lives. Where they're like, Dr. An might be a bachelor forever. Who's to say? Dr. Young? He's just a cutie pie. He's going through it right now. He maybe wants romance, but he maybe doesn't. Maybe he's trying to figure out his like personal life with his, his new relationship with his mom, and he's fine with that being the vibe. Leek Jun? He might be going through a messy divorce right now. Like He maybe doesn't have time for a new romance and is not prepared for that at all. Hasn't he has been a kid. on his radar. He's really busy. His kid is his favorite person in the world, and that's kind of his focus outside of work. That's kind of his focus. So we've got Kim Joon-won and Chae Sung-hwa, who are, like, balanced with their work lives and their private lives, and they might be interested in a romance here or there, but we'll see what happens. Like, I love it. I love that it's not just, like, Ken and Barbie are five beautiful doctors who we can pair off with everyone in the hospital. (laughs) <laughs> I think we kind of mentioned Grey's Anatomy last time. Like, we don't know anything about that show. Why do we keep referencing it? <laughs> but I think part of it is that everybody hooks up with everybody. And I'm glad they're like, some people just don't need that vibe. Like, Yeah. This isn't necessarily about romance. This isn't like the romantic lives of doctors. Some uh-huh. of them have romances. Probably all of them by the end of this. But... Mm-hmm. More than that, it's about them being friends and having a band together. More than that, it's about the band. And (laughs) sometimes those band scenes hit so hard where, like, I just need a break. And them playing canon at the end of the last episode, so good. Iconic. Left me in a good mood at the 
end of a hard episode. Yes. But there was another scene. I think it was the karaoke one that I was like, this one's too long. I need you to let me go. I need you to set me free from this scene. (laughs) I don't know why. I just don't think I was in the right mood for it. Yeah, it's hard because sometimes I think that the karaoke and band performance scenes are supposed to be a bit of a, you know, obviously, like, going back to it being hospital playlist, and it's about these doctors that have a band together, so we gotta have that element of it, but also I think it's supposed to be almost a taste breaker, but occasionally mm. I'm just not quite ready for it, uh-huh. Um, because it's not like a maybe not always the most uh, natural flow into the next thing. I did enjoy the karaoke machine, the karaoke scene more this time around than I did originally. Um, I got a little more into it because I was like, oh, look, it's cute. Like, clearly Darth Father is the best freaking singer out of everyone. He's Uh killing it, but... I mean, Sunghua will not let that stand. And that he just keeps trying so hard to have it be his song. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're all singing. It's karaoke. We're all singing. And they tried to give you like a little little joke scene before that where the song's playing and each of them one by one is like, oh, this is my song. I'm so good at singing this. And it's very, very cute. Like it's. The two scenes, like, tie in really well together. Yeah. I just maybe wanted to watch the episodes a little bit faster. Just a little bit quicker, because they are movies, everyone. (laughs) And I don't have time for your karaoke shenanigans right now, okay? Rub it in that you have friends. (laughs) Get off my screen. Rub it in that you can go places. (laughs) Congrats. Here in the real world, we're still in a panorama. (laughs) I'm not going to say it, just in case. A panini Who's listening? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like this show. I am excited for all the storylines that we have uh, started and nowhere near finished. The VIP's son was a really interesting one. I think they gave you, they gave me a lot of anxiety watching him interact with the mom and her being like, is my husband going to be just fine? And he's like, it's surgery. Like, he's going to probably have a tough recovery. And her being like, but is he going to be able to take me out dancing tomorrow? And him being like, stop. I don't understand freaking rich people. No. <laughs> I don't. Let's end this conversation. Let's end this. And then you're just like so annoyed that it distracts you for so long. Like every interaction with her is so annoying that you don't even think plan. about it. She plans this whole plan. thing. She's the villain of this show. <laughs> we found the villain. But he's already ousted her. Freaking end of episode four. He's caught her in the trap. I love it. Yeah, I am. Yes. There's something dark and sinister going on with that, I feel like. I don't know. Hospital dark and sinister. Hospital playlist dark and sinister, which is not (laughs) the most dark and the most sinister, but sometimes feels pretty realistic, so... Yeah, it seems like this rich family just bought someone's liver and, Mm -hmm. like, 
it's not the darkest thing I've ever heard, but it's I'm excited to see the repercussions. Yeah, it's got some shady connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's black market stuff. <laughs> this is gonna get spicy. <laughs> um, do you have any other thoughts before we wrap up? Um, no, I'm ready. I think I'm ready to move on and watch the next two episodes. Yes! So, if y'all are watching along with us on this just, uh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon through Hospital Playlist. <laughs> and we're we're early, we're early in the marathon, we're feeling great. If you guys want to talk to us about how much you're loving it, email us at plankpodcast at gmail.com. It's a half marathon, and we are not turning around and running the opposite direction. There's no <laughs> one to save. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on social media, we're on Instagram at PlayOnKPodcast or on Twitter at PlayOnK. And they're pretty inactive right now, sorry to say, but we will know if you stop by and say hi. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. Our hearts will be happy, even though our brains are crushing themselves <laughs> inside <laughs> of our skulls. Imploding. That's, that's how that is talked about. Um, what else? We have a pl- we have places that you listen to podcasts. Uh, on those places, you can rate, review, and subscribe usually, or some combination of those things. And anything that you are able to do really helps us out. It helps other podcast K drama podcast lovers find us. Yeah, we have a website with all of our past episodes, a sign up for our newsletter, and links to all our affiliates, including. NordVPN, a Blueberry podcast hosting, and Skillshare. And that's all at playonk.com. Yeah, and then I think that's everything. Oh, we've got our we've got our Patreon. Uh, we might we? still have a Patreon. We, we might. If we don't, there's a reason, and we've probably talked about it somewhere. And if we do, <laughs> we have a Patreon. <laughs> Cut this entire little sub-convo. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll just flow really nicely, or maybe I won't listen this far, and I will forget. <laughs> oh, no. Um, who's to say? But what I can say is that next week we are watching the next two episodes of Hospital Playlist, and we can't wait to see you then, and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. See you next week. Okay, bye.